I'm Ben Pugh, and you're listening to Impact Parenting with Perspective, episode number 58. This podcast is all about helping parents manage the mental and emotional drama that comes with parenting teens so they can focus on what's most important, building rock-solid relationships and having a powerful impact on their teen's life. Join me each week as I dive into real tools to help you and your team turn struggles into strengths. Hello, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining me. I'm so excited that you guys are here. I love I love the podcast. I love interacting with you guys. I love meeting you guys. Thank you for those of you who have reached out to me. Uh, you've jumped on a free consultation. Thank you for those of you who have recently left me reviews and shared the podcast. You guys are helping me help more parents. And for that, I just, I can't thank you enough. Today, we are going to be talking about habitual beliefs and how these are holding you back. But before we do that, I want to just talk real quickly. I love the level of coaching that is going on right now in my personal coaching business, my one-on-one coaching with parents and with teenagers. Guys, I cannot believe the level at which you guys are getting coached in our sessions, the level of coaching that you are doing in your own lives in between sessions. And I want to say this is powerful. So I want to invite you guys, continue using the things that you're learning in this these podcast episodes. Continue coaching yourself through this. And I've, I've just so enjoyed getting some new clients lately. They're like, man, I have listened to every podcast and you've helped me so much. I've taken my relationship from here where it used to be to now here where it is now. And that is powerful. Thank you for sharing your stories. Thank you for doing the work. It really reinforces this belief that I have that we really have the power to be the change that we want to see. If you're unhappy with your teenager, you have the power to be the change. So again, thank you guys for leaving me reviews. Thank you for joining the Firmly Founded Parent Membership. A handful of you guys have hopped on my waiting list to find out more about my impact parenting program. This is going to be awesome. It's going to be I believe a six month program. I'm creating it right now. Um, I may do three. We're going to see, but get on the list. Help me build this thing out. Um, the beta program is going to be at a discount. Like you guys are helping me create this program. So if you haven't yet, go to benpewcoaching.com slash waitlist so that you can be the first to hear about this program and when it goes live. I am only letting 20 to 25 people in this group, um, and we're just going to have it be small, intimate, and it is going to be an amazing program with weekly lessons, weekly coaching, and uh, I just get fired up and pumped up every time I think about it. All right, so back to today's topic, your habitual beliefs 
are holding you back. Some of your beliefs that used to be super beneficial in your life might actually be holding you back. And today, I'm going to walk you through a process to identify where these beliefs came from, how they used to serve you, how they're not serving you anymore, and how you can change and adopt new beliefs. I want to quote Jim Fortin, my two favorite coaches, Brooke Castillo and Jim Fortin. Guys, I don't even know if you guys, you're probably aware of each other, but I don't know if you've connected. You guys are awesome. I, Anyways, so today's quote is from Jim Fortin. It's from one of his podcasts and one of the trainings that he does. You are not your habits. You are not your urges. You are not your habit voice telling you to go into your habits. You cannot change your habits by fighting them. All right, so I want to talk for a minute. What are habitual beliefs? Habitual beliefs are beliefs that are simply habits. If you're like most people, you think and believe these beliefs without even realizing it. Just like most other habits that you have, you've thought and developed these beliefs over time. And you've thought them so many times that they come completely natural to you. And it all happens subconsciously. So most people believe that their habitual thoughts are actually facts or truths of life. When this happens, you start to incorporate your habitual beliefs as part of your identity, as part of who you are. And that is why these habitual beliefs are so hard to break because we identify as this belief. All right, so habitual beliefs create habitual emotions. One of the things I hear all the time is that, man, I just, I feel anxious every day. I feel worried every single day. These have become habitual emotions. You feel them on a subconscious level, just day in and day out. Like, oh, this is part of being me. This is just what I feel. These habitual emotions are created by our habitual thoughts. For me, it sometimes looks like this. I'm not good enough. Or I'm doing this all wrong. When I think I'm not good enough, I feel self-doubt. When I think I'm doing this wrong, I feel shame. There was a time in my life where I was really struggling with a lot of emotions of doubt and shame, and I got coaching on that, and it was incredible. It was amazing. And what I realized was some of these feelings were habitual. They were just feelings that I was used to feeling, and I was in the habit of feeling this way. And these feelings were coming from these thoughts that I didn't even realize I was in the habit of thinking without really being aware of them. They were happening on the subconscious level. So Rhonda Farr is a great coach. She's the one that I I just worked with her one time and she really helped me work through some of these habitual emotions and identify the habitual thoughts underneath. And so 
you can get help to deal with these. You don't have to let your habitual emotions and your habitual beliefs drive your life. It's important to realize that these thoughts, these beliefs happen regularly without us even realizing it. These ideas that I'm not good enough or I'm doing this all wrong in my life, they made me feel inadequate at everything I did from parenting to being a principal to starting my own life coaching business. These, there are some of these habitual beliefs that will stunt your growth. They will hold you back. They will make you parent from a place of fear, worry, doubt, and it's not fun. It puts you into control mode. So in my life, these habitual beliefs were holding me back. I'm sure, like this is just part of being human. I'm sure you have your own habitual beliefs that are very limiting. The good news is, and this is actually the best news ever, you don't have to continue believing these beliefs. You can choose your own beliefs. You can grow and develop new beliefs. So before we get into choosing your beliefs and growing and developing new beliefs, let's explore for a minute, where did your habitual beliefs come from and how do they benefit you? Now, this is important to realize. We only do things as human beings that we think benefit us. So this goes to your habits, this goes to your thoughts, your feelings. You're benefiting from these on some level. So I want to invite you to develop some awareness around this. Developing awareness is one of the most powerful things you can do in all areas of your life. I talk about awareness all the time. I have a podcast all about like one of the episodes, awareness before intention, and then intention after awareness. Like Awareness is so important. So here we go again. It's powerful to understand where these habitual beliefs came from and when you started developing the habit of thinking this way. This awareness and understanding will give you the power to shift your beliefs. If you're like me, the belief, I'm not good enough, started when you were very young. You may have had teachers or parents that would tell you all the time, you need to do better or you need to be better. Maybe you were compared to a smarter, better sibling or friend. Uh, my little brother got straight A's. And I remember my parents, my teachers, my church leaders, like he never got in trouble. And they'd always be like, you need to be better. Look at Jake. He never gets in trouble. He gets straight A's. That's when I started creating this habit of believing that I wasn't good enough. If you're like me, you have creepy little thoughts that you don't realize are thoughts. They're just habitual beliefs that you picked up years ago and you have spent years developing the habit of believing that. Take some time to really explore where your habitual beliefs came from. Where, when did you first start thinking this way? Why? Next, explore how have these beliefs served me? For me, thinking I'm not good enough has kept me safe and comfortable. For a long time, 
I wouldn't put myself out there to do a new thing, to start my business, to go do this new job. I didn't believe that I was good enough. So I didn't take the risk of trying new things. In high school, I didn't try out for the basketball team. I believed I was not good enough to make the team. That belief benefited me because I didn't have to go through something hard. I didn't have to put myself out there in a position to possibly get cut from the team and embarrassed. So this belief has served me. My brain's like, no, this keeps us safe. Everything you believe benefits you on some level. Find the benefit so that you can be fully aware of what is going on. This will help you understand why you are holding on to these subconscious beliefs, these habitual beliefs. You'll be like, oh, of course I'm holding on to them. This benefits me somehow. This keeps me safe. This protects me. This alleviates me from shame or responsibility. Okay. So now that we understand where these beliefs came from, when they started and how they benefit you, now you're ready for the easy part. Let's take some time and let's look at how these beliefs no longer benefit you. This is the easy part. What beliefs do you have that no longer benefit you? And why do they not benefit you? When I believe I'm not good enough, I hold myself back. When I think "Ah, I'm not good enough or I'm doing this wrong, I feel regular self-doubt and I don't take risks and I don't do scary things that build my business. So really understand how are these habitual beliefs holding you back now? They're no longer benefiting you. One of my clients, we just spoke the other day, had the belief, bad grades can ruin your life. For her, this belief started at a very young age. She was told that, hey, you need good grades to be successful. Good grades are important. This belief benefited her in her life because she earned very good grades. She got scholarships. She got to go to college. She learned how to work hard. She was well-respected. But when she looked at it, she realized this belief is no longer serving me. When she applied this belief to her teenager, she felt scared and worried that they were ruining their future. And this led to the action of her trying to control, change, and fix her teenager to make them get better grades. And this resulted in a lot of tension in their relationship. This belief, bad grades will ruin your life. Yeah, it served her in the past. It helped her get good grades. But it was not serving her now. It's actually creating a lot of tension and strife in her relationship. So I want to tell you the best news ever. You can choose new habitual beliefs. You have the power to choose what you will think and believe. You have the power to choose what thoughts and beliefs you will give attention to. You are where your attention is. You don't have to be driven by your old habitual beliefs. They may have benefited you in the past, but if they are no longer benefiting you, you can choose 
new beliefs. There is huge, huge power in this. 90 to like I've heard 90, I've heard 95%. No one can decide, but 90% of your actions are driven by your habits. What you do, who you are, what your reality looks like, those are all driven by your habits. They're habit-based. If you want better results in your models, develop better habits. If you want better habits, create better habitual beliefs. That will create a better reality. The beliefs that got you where you are today in your relationships with your teenagers, with your spouse, with your job, those same beliefs will not help you get to your goals. They got you to where you are today. They haven't gotten you to your goals. So the reason this is so hard for most people to change their habits is because they identify as their habits. If you're like most people, you see your habits as a part of who you are. You think, man, I'm lazy. Or, oh, I just can't stop yelling. I'm a yeller. See how they become part of our identity. This is how we identify ourselves. This actually makes you a slave to your habitual beliefs. You believe you're the habit. You believe you are this belief. And that makes you a slave. So the good news is you are not your beliefs. You are not your habits. You are not your thoughts. You are the thinker of your thoughts. You are the doer of your habits. You are the thinker of your habitual beliefs. You are not your habitual beliefs. Your habitual beliefs are simply your thoughts, and you get to control them. We have 60,000 thoughts a day. You can't control all of them. But you can choose which thoughts am I going to give my attention to. So I've kind of shared one exercise with you. I want you to explore where did this belief come from? Really explore. When did it start? Where did it start? Who did I pick it up from? Like so many of my beliefs came from my parents. They came from church leaders. Okay, then the second part is explore how has this belief served me? What's the benefit of believing this? Like, wow, oh, it's got me out of work. It's kept me safe. Understand that. And then really explore how is this belief no longer serving me. After you've done that, you're prepared to go through the next step of this process, which is shifting your habitual beliefs. This is powerful because, again, you get to choose what you believe. Life is choice. You get to choose what you're going to believe. You get to choose your habitual beliefs, which change your habits. And if your habits dictate 90 to 95% of what you do, this is powerful. When we're intentional about this, it changes how we show up in the world. It changes what we do. This is part of changing who you are, who you are being, because that will impact what you do and what you have. So step one, distance yourselves 
Distance yourself from the habitual belief. Anytime you think the undesired habitual belief, think to yourself, that's not me. It's just one of my beliefs. This positions you not as the belief, but as the thinker of the belief. It distances you from this habitual habit. This will help you to stop identifying as your habit and empower you to realize, oh, yeah, I'm the doer of that habit. You are not your belief. You are the thinker of your belief. Acknowledge that, okay, so step one, distance yourself from the habitual belief. Step two, acknowledge that the belief has not or has served you in the past, but that this belief no longer serves you. Okay, so this belief, it isn't good. It's not bad. There's no need for shame or disappointment or regret. No, you're grateful that this thought has served you to this point. It got you to where you are today. That's great. Thank you. But it's not getting you to where you want to go. This way of thinking doesn't serve you any longer. It doesn't connect you to your desired result. Okay, so step one, we distanced ourselves from the habitual belief. And then step two, you acknowledge, hey, this belief served me in the past, but it doesn't serve me anymore. And then step three, dismiss the old belief and move your attention to your new belief. You can say, hey, I dismiss this old belief now. It doesn't serve me. And I move my attention to this new belief. So for me, every time I think, "Ah, I'm not good enough, I realize, no, that is not me. That is simply one of my beliefs, and I'm the thinker of that belief. So I know that belief served me in the past. It helped me relate to other people in my life who thought they weren't good enough. It protected me. It kept me safe from doing crazy things like starting a business. But that thought no longer serves me. So now when I think I'm not good enough, I dismiss that old belief and I move my attention to the belief I am good enough. I'm a phenomenal parent. I am exactly what my teenager needs. A lot of our thoughts and beliefs are happening on the habit level. It is really hard to change habits on the conscious level because they happen on the subconscious level. So what we want to do is we want to practice developing this awareness. That's the first three things I talked about. Just acknowledge, oh, where did this come from? How has this served me in the past? And how is it no longer serving me? Once you develop that awareness, now you can start building this new habit. Oh, hey, here's that old belief. It's not me. It's just one of my beliefs. Hey, guess what? This belief doesn't serve me anymore. It used to. It was good for me. It helped me, but it doesn't anymore. So I dismiss the old belief and I move my attention to this new belief. I promise you guys, this will help you parent with power you're going to realize that you actually have a lot of beliefs that used to benefit you, but they don't benefit you anymore. 
And when you can question those beliefs, and when you can come to terms like, hey, you helped me in the past, but you're not helping me now, that releases you from being connected to this old way of thinking, this habitual belief. And now you can release that and shift your attention to the new way of thinking, the new belief. Guys, this is a hard concept. You may want to listen to this podcast, this episode, a few times. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. You can hit me up on Facebook. Um, you can email me at ben at Coaching. Or you can go hop on my wait list to get into my impact parenting program. And this is one of the lessons that we're going to be diving into. There will be homework associated with this. And this will be an exercise that we will be doing inside of my program. This is just one of the many powerful things that I will be teaching. And I would love to have you come help me launch this program. Help me make this the best parenting program ever. I'll see you guys on the inside. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, I want to thank you for listening to my podcast. And I want to invite you to do two things to help you start seeing the transformation that you're looking for in your parenting. Most people aren't willing to take action. And so they never create their desired transformation. First, I want to invite you to share this podcast with other parents who are raising teens so you can help them get the help they're looking for. And second, I want to invite you to go sign up for my brand new parenting program. Space will be limited to 25, and I want you to get on that wait list today so you don't miss out. You can do that at benpughcoaching.com slash waitlist. I'll see you soon. Thank you.